0: What's
1: going on, Badger Nation? Welcome to the PPC Den Podcast, your home for all things Amazon advertising, strategy, tips, tricks, and everything you need to take your advertising to the next level. Brent, would you believe it? I make up that intro every time.
2: (laughs) I I thought you maybe had a note card hovering in front of you and you read it off.
1: (laughs) Uh, uh, Today I am privileged to have my good friend, Brent from AMZ Pathfinder on the show. Brent, how is, how are things in your neck of the woods? Where's your neck of the woods these days?
2: Oh, I'm on the road. I'm on the road. I'm at the very excellent Cellar Sessions Live uh, in London, which is going on tomorrow. Hope I'm not dating the podcast too much, but uh, yeah, hosted by D- Danny Mac, uh, another another podcast host in the Amazon space and a friend friend of mine. And uh, yeah, so I'm in London. Surprisingly sunny, beautiful weather here. Every time I'm hey. here, it never rains. So. I think the propaganda about rain is false. The British just tell us that to keep us away.
1: That I hear that about many places in the world, but uh, yeah. shout out to all of our UK listeners. Top, top of the morning to you. There we go. I hope I didn't <laughs> offend anyone right there. <laughs> <laughs> do you think do you think it's over? People people unsubscribed?
2: No, not at all. I th- I think that we have a uh, maybe yeah, we we have an amicable people. relationship with with the UK still yeah. as yeah,
1: yeah, I think we maybe gain some subscribers from that uh From that That uh, Sterling uh, imitation. (laughs) Yes, that is right. Um, So today, uh, Brent, I'm so stoked because you hit me up. You're like, did you know about this? And you took me on a deep dive of something pretty interesting. And -hmm. it was pretty, pretty neat. And it is sponsored brands, video, campaign report. And I think I need to title this episode. Nobody's watching your video, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> 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 so all of these sponsored brand videos that are very hot right now, nobody's watching, barely nobody's watching them. And this information is not in the ad console. So, t- so tell me a little bit about like your discovery of what we're going to talk about today.
2: Sure. So I don't think that these metrics are new to, to be clear. Like this isn't something like just released by Amazon last week. It's just that some things, you know, fail to escape my attention until I have to look at them for some reason, and mm-hmm. we have an increasing amount of spend devoted to sponsored brands video across many of our clients. Of course, those that are better resourced or have creative teams or have invested in video for other reasons, and then chop it up and put it in, uh, you know, suitable length uh, formats for SBV. And uh, yeah, just combing through some of the reports, uh, including some other other ones, you know, related for SBV. SBV, I. Uh, Decided to look at all the fields for everything, because why not? You know, what, what else else you gonna do on a Friday night or whatever it was? Uh, so I <laughs> during really during do- your date during your date. <laughs> yeah, you know, just whatever, dive into it. Uh, <laughs> and I uh, looked at uh, looked at this one particular report, which I think is just the, the campaign report. You know, nothing special about that. But it has a bunch of columns in there that are not present in the Ad Console, and I think that is the key distinction. So if you go into Ad Console and you switch on all columns. You're not going to see these.
1: Yeah. You know, this is so interesting because I tell people all the time, the information that you download in reports is different than the information you get in the ad console. Uh, There's different pieces of, and there's different information in the API as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So like all these different places, you always have to check, like, is this information available there? Is it available there? Different countries, different companies in the same Country get different kinds of reports at different times as things get slowly rolled out. Um, so, like information is always a little bit different everywhere you go, and to add on to that, information is different like per campaign type as well. So, like there's all these different layers that we get to play around with with Amazon. But um, what I think is so interesting is that you get insight into your actual video, which you don't get in the ad console. So like in the ad console, you get the usual suspects of metrics. You get impressions, clicks, click through rate, spend, revenue, a cost, that kind of thing when you're looking at your sponsor brand video. But when you are inside the downloadable reports, you get something extra, you get some extra goodies and, uh, this episode is a little bit different too. If you're watching this on YouTube, I know most people are listening, but if you are the kind of person who likes to watch their podcasts on YouTube, which I recently started doing, um, <laughs> there's a, uh, I listen to, um, do you ever watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia?
2: I've certainly seen an episode or two, also because I'm from Pennsylvania, so that helps.
1: Yes. <laughs> Uh, okay. So it's one of my, I, I've been watching this show forever. It's been going on for like 10 years. They just recently released a podcast and then they released a video version of their podcast and, um, they call the people that watch it. They call them watchers <laughs> instead of listeners. Cause like you normally listen to a podcast, but like, well,
2: sure. Yeah. It stands yeah. reason.
1: Yes. So if you are a watcher or if you're inclined to be a watcher this episode, I'm actually sharing my screen. Mm-hmm. Um, so even though most people are, Listening to this in their car, or while doing dishes, or walking their dog, or what's another activity that people do when they are listening to a podcast?
2: Mm, I think walking is a pretty good one. Rock walking, Uh, yes. Definitely, definitely dishwashing. I would say uh, if you're at home on your Zwift, uh, doing doing your uh, doing your cycling, uh, your virtual cycling, maybe you got a podcast on.
1: (laughs) Hey, all right. Um, So what we've done this episode, I'm actually sharing my screen. Uh, the podcast app that we use allows me to share my screen. And I actually have the report open here um, and we're gonna be digging through it uh, together, uh, just doing a quick tour of it. So I think we can go pretty fast over the usual suspects, can we? Can you see, you can see my screen to your right, Brent? Yep, correct. Yeah, so give us a quick recap of the usual suspects.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, these are all what I would call the leading indicators, right? So it puts us down in order, uh, impressions, clicks, You know, what's the click-through rate, cost per click, spend, how much are we actually putting towards it based on the number of clicks and the average price, uh, our classic friends, uh, total, uh, sorry, total advertising cost of sales, AKA ACoS. <laughs> yep. Um, and then 14 day sales. Cause remember, uh, this is a sponsored brands video, not sponsored products. So the attribution window is 14 days, yep. um, orders, units, which is a good distinction. Cause of course you can have more units than you would orders. Uh, and it's important to understand the difference there, conversion rate. And then we start to get into, I think, some of the new ones. Um, yes. You know, it, looking at your screen here, column Q, viewable impressions is, I believe, one that's new. In fact, if you look in the ad console, it's it even has new on it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one thing I'll say, too, as people are looking at the screen, one thing I do sometimes with these reports is that there's no total row. So I've actually added another, if you're looking at the screen below these campaigns, I've added a totals. So I summed up the impressions, summed up the clicks. You can't sum the click through rate. You have to actually like take the calculation for clicks and impressions and then create that click through rate. Um, You can't sum the cost per click either. So you have to like sum your spend and and divide that by clicks. you can't sum your A cost either or your ROAS. So again, you have to like do some of these calculations for the bottom row. But uh, I like to see the totals there when I'm looking at a report like this. And then yes, let's get to these new exotic columns. And um, <laughs> I've actually added some columns here too, uh, which we'll get into. So some of these are more interesting than others. And again, the core thesis behind this whole episode is like nobody's watching your video. <laughs> And like, what does that actually mean? Um, So even though this is just one account, uh, about $3,000 in spend, the things that we're going to talk about, uh, I think you also have been noticing too.
2: I did. And actually I'll flip to my own data here, which let me see spend for this. This is $10,000 in spend for this report that I have. So that's, you know, a a bit more in terms of just pure money. And there are 55 campaigns in this data set, some of which are spending, you know, a couple thousand dollars. So. I found very similar numbers. We compared them before recording, uh, yep. obviously, you know, not the world's biggest data set, but a pretty interesting observation nonetheless.
1: Yeah. So the first thing that they give you is viewable impressions and view through rate. Um, so what's interesting about this is if somebody searches dog harness and the page loads, you've just earned yourself an impression. However, that's not a viewable impression. So if they they need to scroll down, and you have a very uh, dictionary definition for what a viewable impression is, do you want to? Uh, maybe we can play this part right before people fall asleep uh, to go to bed because <laughs> this definition is <laughs> pretty dense. D- give us this definition.
2: Sure, I'll do. I'll I'll use my best diction while doing it. A viewable <laughs> impression is a standard measure of ad viewability defined by the International Advertising Bureau, I. to be an ad which appears at least 50% on screen for more than one second. Viewable impressions are the metric that sellers can use to quantify the percentage of ads that are actually viewed by real people. I think that last part Mm. I editorialized a little bit. But the audience is asleep anyway, so it doesn't matter.
1: Um, yes. Did they actually look at your ad? Did they actually see it for yeah, did they more than one second? Because more than one second.
2: Bad, bad news, guys. The impressions are a lie. You know, what you're seeing there is impressions. Oh, that's a really nice looking number. But of course, these viewable impressions are naturally going to be a subset of the overall yes. impression figure they're giving you.
1: Yes. So for this account, the view through rate was 22%. So of the people where it loaded, only 22% of people actually saw the thing um, so the difference there this account had 462,000 impressions on the on the video ad only 99, thousand viewable impressions so about one-fifth of people actually saw the thing and then there's an interesting metric to click-through rate for views and I think this is a really neat metric because what this is showing you the click-through rate for views, is of the people that like saw the thing actually saw the ad loaded it for one second how many of those people clicked on it um so if we take this number if you're looking at my screen and go like that um turn this into a percentage so of the people that actually saw the ad on their screen for one really second saw yeah really saw it for one second, what is that click-through? How many of those people clicked on it? And that number is 3.6. Now, the reason why this number is so key is actually pretty interesting. It's very interesting because they saw it for one second, they clicked on it. So that's the click-through rate for views. So that's 3.6% of people who saw it clicked on it. That number, 3.68, is pretty darn strong for a search result ad like normal sponsored products are not getting 3.68 click-through rate uh usually like maybe you'll be lucky to get two yeah i mean right so this is pretty high for a placement in search results and it's going to be real interesting because like we've sort of like told you the thesis of this episode that 3.68 of people who saw the video ad and clicked on it is way more than the people that actually watched the whole thing. (laughs) Uh, So the whole thesis here, and again, we're like giving you the overarching summary that just having a video ad in the search results is very powerful because people will click on it without even watching it because you basically have a full view, you have a full thing. Uh, like you have an entire row all to yourself.
2: Yeah, it's it's a huge ad placement in terms of physic, physicality, if you're talking about pixels, <laughs> physical pixels. Uh, and it's also, uh, you know, movement and sound if it's unmuted, right? So it's all the things that humans are like drawn to. It's the attention, oh, huh? there it is. People are focusing on it. Um, and that's, I think, why we're starting to see them on, Uh, product detail pages now too which is I guess an aside but you know videos are showing up in other places besides search results
1: yes Uh, I want to say still primarily search results
2: yeah yeah Yeah. for sure but I've seen it pop up
1: yeah so we've got this sort of uh viewable, viewable impressions uh people that actually saw it people that saw it and clicked on it and then we start to get into uh, if you've ever advertised on Facebook, a lot of these metrics should sound pretty familiar, but it basically is saying, like every single platform on the internet has a different definition for what a view is, like what a, a watch of a video actually is. And like Facebook and YouTube famously have a different definition for this, which is why like, you know, a video on Facebook can rack up millions of views, but it only might have like the same video on YouTube might only have like a few hundred thousand because like a video view on Facebook, I think it like loads for, it used to be maybe one second or three seconds. Uh, I've been out of the Facebook game for a while, but like that's what they counted a view on Facebook for. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. they viewed mm-hmm. it for like, they it loaded for like one second. They didn't unmute it, count it as a view. Whereas on YouTube, it might've been, I forget it was the bar was higher. It was like 10 seconds or something.
2: Well, the point is always read the tool tips and understand yeah. what the definitions are for these kind of things, because companies might may be incentivized to uh, let's say, you know, pump up the numbers a little bit or give you an interesting narrative and, and you want to understand exactly what they're, what they're actually, what's actually happening.
1: <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So walk us through a little bit about these sort of video view rates, I guess,
2: Sure. Yeah, let me see if I can just, just spin this up. So uh, this is probably my favorite section, actually. I really like this. So we have first quartile views. So how many viewers made it through that first 25%? Um, midpoint views, 50%, and then quartile, third quartile, so 75%, and then complete views. And yeah. I see, Mike, you toss another one in there. First quartile to complete view column U, which we talked about. So yeah. how many people you know started watching and actually made it through the first quarter, but then actually finished the video? And that's an interesting measurement. That is not an Amazon one. That's of our own of our own invention, just here, but yeah. is also indicative of something. And you know, one thing I'll 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 say about this, um, you know, quartile half point seventy five percent. If you were to notice in a particular campaign with a lot of data that a lot of people were viewing and they were dropping off after fifty percent. Maybe there's something, you know, 13 seconds into your 26 second video where uh, people don't like it and they don't care anymore and they don't want to watch. So it could be an interesting method for, you know, diagnosing, a troubleshooting, why people aren't completing the video. Uh, but then that gets back to the question, are you trying to get people to watch the video or are you trying to get people to click and buy your product
1: <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, so so yeah, this whole area of like video performance, I guess we'll say. So like a video mm-hmm. is performing if what happens? Well, I guess generally a video is made so that people watch it. So this is basically saying like what are your view stats? And you know, we've got the first 25%, 50, you know, 75% co- actual completion. Uh, and then there's also the five second view. So it actually tells you like of these people that, you know, how many people started it and watched at least five seconds of it. Um, and then it even says how many people unmuted it, like literally clicked the unmute button. And that number is astronomically low. Uh, in, in this campaign where we spent about $3,500, I'm sorry, this account where spent about $3,500 on sponsored brand videos. We got 33,000 five-second views. So 33,000 people watched this at least five seconds. Only 37 people unmuted it, yep. which is super telling to how people actually interact with video ads. So like sound and like what you're actually saying is, I don't want to say it's unimportant, but I mean, it, the numbers, like you shouldn't just have a video where you're speaking malarkey. But at well, the same let, time, let's
2: put it this way. If you yeah. if you hired Morgan Freeman to do your video yeah. voiceover, that was a bad investment.
0: <laughs> right.
2: You spent a lot of money, but you know what? I don't think yeah. it turned out so hot to give yeah, you our, yeah, yeah. our stats too, Mike. We're just shy of 70K for five second views in this data set. 483 video unmutes. So imagine 70K yeah. five second views. And not, not even 500 video unmutes. Yeah,
1: so it's wild, right? So of the people that saw the ad, and again, for this particular account, we had 100,000 people see the ad. We had a third of them, so 33,000 watch five seconds, but we only had literally 37 times was it unmuted. Um, what's also interesting to note is the drop-off. So the drop off from a five second view to actually a video completion is also massive. So 33,000 people watched five seconds, only 4,700 finished it. So, uh, and even then only 8,000 people made it to the 75% through the video. So like the drop off between people who started, and we could say start as in like they uh, watched five seconds, anything less than that they're probably just like zipping by. Um, but 33,000 people started it, only 4700 people completed it. So that's a massive massive drop off. It brings up a lot of uh, like the hook. Like you need to hook people really right. good. Right. And I was just talking with a client the other day and they're like, "Hey, what's going on? Like my video it's it's like real junk. <laughs> like I it doesn't seem to be working." Oh and the, you go and look at the video and for the first five seconds, it's like company logo, introduction, corporate music. It's like, like, like the, the stock corporate audio that you might find somewhere. Right. There's a slow against. pan
2: going on yeah. and you know, a yeah. brand that most like, people probably have never heard of.
1: And then it's like generic video, like a, a Photoshopped picture, of the product comes into view and then it's like stock footage of like people in a business context and you don't know what they're doing yet and it's like you wasted those five seconds and um versus i don't know if anyone's still looking at my screen we'll we'll talk this over but i'm buying a dog harness and i search dog harness scroll down and i have this amazing video right away there's a woman putting a harness on a dog the dog looks pretty happy and then it's like it's like cool graphics around yeah, all the connectors. Yeah, we
2: got three D motion graphics and yeah. really great instructional. And it, the video it does not waste a single millisecond. It dives right in. So yes. I mean, you might even miss it if you don't scroll fast enough. But it's it's action, you know. And that's why I think Amazon gives us the five seconds as the metric. You know, why is it not ten seconds? Why is it not three? There's something right. about five that they have identified is really important.
1: Yeah, this is an amazing video ad, and I bet these people absolutely crush it and a really good ad. <laughs> they take it this is amazing. It's like the dogs running, the dogs walking, the person's walk. it's like fantastic. And it's like full width. It takes up the place of four sponsored product ads. And cuz I have the video which is 50% of the width, then I have the actual picture, the product image uh which is the Doberman wearing the dog harness and then I have the actual like product information. I bet this video crushes it. Um so those first five seconds are vitally important because it's likely that that is all anyone will do and that is all the chance that you have to connect. And with that said, you're gonna get a massive drop-off with people. You know, you're know, you gonna get pretty weak unmutes. Like, I'm literally shopping for a dog harness right now, which is why I searched this, and it look, this looks awesome. Like, I'm probably gonna buy this because it looks pretty good. We were trying to get a mesh harness. Uh, it looks pretty great. And even even still, just having a video, I didn't unmute it. <laughs> uh, and in this account, where the video view metrics are pretty weak, right? Only 37 people unmuted it. This campaign is still doing fantastically. Um, so the this account has like a 3x ROAS, uh, 33% ACOS. Uh, and that's exactly what all of the sponsored brand videos are doing too. So it's like... Spot on for the uh, account average, which is great. So like, this is just another campaign added to the arsenal for this account that converts at you know the account target. Like we're targeting thirty three percent, and we're hitting it. So it's just great. So like, the takeaway that I have, it's like pretty. It's pretty weird, right? To to be sponsor burn videos are doing so great lately, but the performance of the actual video, it's going to be pretty low i don't want to say it doesn't matter but like nobody's unmuting it so it needs to be visual you need to hook people in the first three seconds and don't waste the first you know three five seconds with your corporate logo like uh you know make it real be sure to have something visual there that you can get without unmuting it like that dog harness had like 3d animated visuals where the clips are it's like that's amazing
2: Looks really good. And I think that's also why um, when a client asks us, oh, you know, how long should the video be? It's like, well, actually, if you look at this data, it doesn't matter if it's 23 seconds or 30 seconds, because not that many people make it that far anyway. What really matters is the first five, the first 10, the first 15, and also the uh, level of quality to the video, or at least the, the hookiness of it. I mean, we have some videos that I'll call uh, slideshow type videos that clients have had made or made themselves, like in-house that are you know, not expensive and, and don't take a lot of time to iterate on. And those do quite well. And then we have videos that are, you know, clients that have spent five, $6,000 on a shoot with models and the product in the park or in a kitchen and like a, you know, with a model, like, uh, you know, and, and those uh, also do quite well, but the difference between those two is in some cases not that great, uh, which is, which is kind of funny. Uh, so there, there's a way that it can hook a viewer in either scenario and it's just best to test them.
1: Yeah. So let's do final takeaways here. I think my final takeaway is number one, the report itself. Uh, you should check it out periodically, mm-hmm. like maybe once a month, download this, check out how your overall video performance is related to your actual performance. Um, cause it's just another data point. Like so much of PPC is like, what's my ROAS for my overall account? And then like find areas where it's like above and below that. And if it's above your average, like go and try to fix that. And this is another tool in your arsenal. like if you get really bad, like really atrocious views <laughs> and like potentially like way, way down in the basement, and like you're looking at your video and you're like, ah, you know, the nobody's even m- jumping from the five second view to the first quartile, um, that could be a tell that like, hey, like people are dropping off super duper fast. Um, they're not even giving it a chance. So like, I need to have a better hook in the beginning. That could be pretty good too. Uh, Another lesson here is like, you better be running sponsored brand videos because (laughs) you get an entire width, you get four sponsored products length of, of time. So even if your video performance isn't perfect, hopefully you have a good hook and just the real estate itself should give you some boost. So good video, I think will always outperform a bad video, but like, I think like, a bad video with a hook like a really engaging thing I will probably outperform a, you know, cinematic great at video, but it's too long and it starts with like a 10 second corporate intro type thing. So those are some of my takeaways here and it's a great data point and it can give you some insight into thinking about your video.
2: Yeah, sure. I mean, I think if I had a takeaway, Mike, it would be like, what is Amazon trying to position the sponsor and brands video as? Because I think initially they were like, it's a great branding exercise. It's brand awareness. You can get your stuff out there. Look at these great videos. But in actuality, I think they're underselling it because as we have determined from our work with clients and as many people in our industry who are agency owners I talked to have also confirmed, it's actually a great ROAS campaign type. Mm-hmm. You can earn a wonderful return on this. And it's not just purely a, a you know, video Um, awareness exercises something like DSP might be which is a very different application of video Uh, you could even use some of the same videos but the way that they're displayed and the way they show up the intent behind where people are seeing them is very different Um, so I think that's one takeaway for me and that also loops back to the idea which is uh, does it doesn't matter that people aren't watching the whole thing or they're not unmuting it because the idea uh, in most cases is yet again to get that person to click through and get on the product detail page and take the action of adding to cart and buying. Ultimately, you're not trying to make them watch a a movie. (laughs) The idea is to get them to the page, Uh, or maybe you are. I mean, maybe there's a campaign type that we're gonna be measuring with CPM, which is one of the columns that was in the ad console, but is not really something I saw any data for, because maybe we're just not using that ad type. Uh, but that's another, uh, you know, aside, I guess, to that. But that that's my main takeaway or thought. Yeah.
1: So action items for this episode, download your sponsor brand video report. So it's in the normal report section and play around, learn what insights are coming from your video. See, see the drop off, see the unmutes uh, and let that get your creative engine going for, you know, how could we create a video with a better hook? Because most people are not unmuting it and not making it past that sort of five second mark. And with that, we leave it to you. Uh, We will see you next week here on the PBCN Podcast. Brent from AMZ Pathfinder, thank you so much for coming on the show. No problem,
2: as always.